Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Julianne Prescott, and she is going to be playing Dr. Dementia in Killed on Arrival. Hey, Julie, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I know before we started recording, we were talking about the cooking and everything. Uh, you know, I love to cook. <laughs> Yeah, so that that was real, that was a good conversation, and like I said, I love cooking. And I, if you have any need any advice or anything, I'm willing to help you out with that. I mean, I love to cook. So. I need it. I already inspired by what you were saying. It's like I'm I'm ready to cook some chili right now. I got to find those hot sauces though. Yes, yeah, so after the interviews up and everything, I'll go on Amazon and see if I can find them on there. You can probably get them a lot cheaper. I'm assuming in Walmart. I don't know how much they go for. I know I got them for a Christmas gift, but uh, I can mm-hmm. show you what they are so you know what to look out for. And if you want to get them on Amazon or want to wait till Christmas, whatever, you know, you can look at them. But yeah, I know th- those hot sauces are really good. And that cowboy chili I made was amazing. And it adding that whiskey good. habanero hot sauce in, mm, perfect. By the second I got on here, I'm like, can we talk about the chili? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. And I love chili. So it, it really came out really well. Um, so the first question I got for you is more generic. Uh, how did you get your start into acting? Well, I got my start in acting. Um, I actually went on Craigslist before Craigslist. I don't know if it's even you can even look at it anymore these days. But um, and I saw an ad. I was inspired someone uh, I was doing a, a lot of like stage shows, very theatrical. Um, and someone was like, well, why don't you look into acting? And I loved horror movies. I loved um, being a part of, of watching them and, and kind of going to conventions and stuff like that. And it sort of um, all kind of tangled together when they told me that I didn't have a resume and I really couldn't be a part of it at that point. And then I saw that Debbie Rashawn was going to be kind of involved with it. And I worked with trauma doing a convention work with them and doing like some stage shows with them. So I actually got a referral from Lloyd Kaufman and trauma for my work at the conventions with them. And they gave me a shot. And once I got into acting, I just didn't stop. So once I got in, I did the first project, it was called slices and it's an anthology and you can actually, uh, I think you could still get on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I know Trent Haga was in it, a lot of really cool people. And, uh, so after that, I continued. I, I used that film as a recommendation and then kept getting referred on to continue. So that's kind of where it started. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you happen to get involved with Killed on Arrival? Killed on Arrival, I believe, I think I was working on something else. I might have been working on, um, I don't know which one was first. I might have been working on bloody summer camp. And I know that I had been working with Matt Burns on street show as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that same team kind of like worked together. And so I believe I got recommended to uh, work with it through them. And also I had seen on Facebook that they were crowdfunding and they were casting, they were doing different things. And so I was following the project before that. And then I can't, I can't remember what came first, but it was sort of like working with everybody and also uh, ex- extending my interest, following the project, supporting, sharing. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, kind of like everything together with that led to being able to be a part and working with those guys on Killed on Arrival. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So for those unaware, what is Killed on Arrival all about? 
Killed on Arrival, it's basically, it's, we had a really cool location. Mm -hmm. They had it, a lot of segments there were done looking kind of like torture, haunted house look. In fact, the place itself was haunted, which I can tell you that too. But basically, I felt that my character was, I don't know as far as like giving a backstory on her per se, besides she's really demented. Sometimes they don't need to have a huge kind of like where they came from, Mm -hmm. but she was into really taking these people and turning them inside out and just taking them apart. And so, but she comes off kind of like creepy and you're not so sure. Maybe she's going to just give you a normal kind of Mm -hmm. exam. Maybe your head hurts and she's like, oh, but with her, I don't know. To me, I felt that she had a very, very sinister, but also inviting appearance to her. Okay, nice. Yeah. And like you said, you don't really need a backstory on a lot of the villains. That's what makes them scarier. Like Michael Myers, he really became watered down and not as scary when he got that backstory, you know? It's Yeah, I have to agree with you. It's like, I like what they did, but to me, sometimes... I don't know. It, it's where if you come up mm-hmm. with it in your head, sometimes it can be more interesting. Sometimes yeah. it can be more something where um, what you imagine is different mm-hmm. than what actually was part of the concept. So when you put right. them together, it's almost like what you thought was had its own like kind of weight to it. And then yeah. you hear like, well, that's cool. But now I want to see this. Now you want to see that same character kind of do mm-hmm. what you were thinking originally, which is cool because yeah. maybe something like that on your own absolutely and you mentioned a little bit about dr dementia um is there anything i know with nda clauses it's hard to kind of do anything but is there anything we can expect that's going to be like a what the fuck kind of moment well i think that there's a specific uh kill that she's involved with that it, it was very difficult to do very messy very cool but Uh, I think when you see it, it's just going to be like a very, you're going to, you're going to be able to feel it through the screen. You're going to definitely be able to feel kind of that, like grossed out from that kill. I was very proud of it. Actually, I I, I got like stuff all over me and I believe like the, the dress I was so proud of. I'm like, look at this. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, what do you believe is the hardest part in bringing Dr. Dementia to life? I think it was, again, not fully knowing, you know, beforehand kind of where she was coming from, coming from, like in a hole Mm -hmm. and having the idea in my head and making sure that everybody, the director, you know, the people in the scene, that everybody, you know, was happy with what I was doing with it, making sure that my match what they wanted to see and making sure it fit with the story and making sure that it fit with, you know, what everybody else was bringing. And so it would tie in and it would do something that would give credit and and really like bring up what they wanted to see from that character and bringing her to life. Absolutely. Um, So is the, the film it's finished filming now, correct? It's in post-production if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I think that they were adding a few things in, if I'm not Mm -hmm. mistaken, I think they kind of like added a few bonuses in there, but overall that they are working at it and they are um, just putting some finishing touches on to make it even more full and have like another like a couple more surprises in there I was actually really excited to see what they were filming so as far as that I don't know if they are 100% wrapped I know that they do have a good portion of it and that if there's anything else it's going to be stuff that they're going to 
that would be kind of icing on the cake, what was already there. Awesome. Awesome. So now um, regarding the film, obviously the film itself, um, is there an anticipated release date or is that all up in the air as of this moment? I'm not sure 100% on the release date. I think um, if they are putting bonuses in there or they're touching up things that they want to have, it's like um, anything that would be like special kind of behind the scenes things they want to add, then it might take a little bit longer. But I know that um, I know that they are pretty close to, to finalization. So I would not anticipate too much longer. But as far as like an actual release date or a premiere or anything like that, I'm not sure just okay. because I wrapped mine and um, anything else that was just kind of uh, integrated in would be yeah. something that they would, if it's ongoing, it's because they have a reason and they, they've made those mm-hmm. decisions to kind of add it along in and it might make it a little longer, but it's going to be worth it in the long run. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, so like, obviously you have a lot of uh, credits to your, to your name. Um, So as an actress, what do you believe is the most challenging part in being an actress? I think the most challenging part of being an actress is um, to me, it was letting go of the experience when I left. I always kind of wanted that environment and, and was thriving in the environment and happy to be in the, the character and put myself into yeah. the character. So it's kind of like shutting it off. You yeah. get really into being that character beforehand. You start having all these ideas. Uh, you're prepping, you're thinking about it in your head, you're talking to everybody and it becomes a little mini kind of uh, side quest in your life. Yeah. In your side quest. And so to get out of that side quest and then go on or go back to what you're doing before and reset, you're still thinking about it. So mm-hmm. to me, it's kind of letting go of that experience and letting mm-hmm. it breathe on its own and letting it live on its own and then leaving it up to the people that gave you it in the first place. So to me, it's that it's kind of saying goodbye and also uh, shutting yourself off to a new and opening a new one. Absolutely. So do you do any like method acting or character acting or are you like any type? Are you a specific actor? I I watch uh, videos. I know that might be helpful for people. Mm-hmm. Um, if I or I, I it, if I really have to be in a dark place, I'll think about real life things. But that okay. that's hard to get out of. Anyone will tell you that. Yeah. It's, if you do that personal touch to it. It can be really hard. So um, if it's just for a scene and it's not meant to be something really immersive, I'll watch upsetting videos or I'll watch really mm-hmm. happy videos and. Uh, I do research on things that are kind of related, but mm-hmm. not 100% where I'm going to just take the whole thing and run, but just kind of, I, uh, I pick up on feelings. Like I'm mm-hmm. a person that if I see someone else crying or I see someone else angry, I pick up on those vibes pretty easy. Okay. So I, I will watch a video if I need to get kind of put in the mood for something. And I like to be by myself. I'm uh, kind of like a, an isolation person for that, especially before mm-hmm. a scene. So I'll just go off by myself. I'll go on a walk or I'll go in a room alone. So nice. Nice. Yeah. So the last question I got for you is, do you want to promote anything, any projects, films, social media, websites to the listening and viewing audience? As far as what has come out of mine lately, um, I have not been on as much. So I would check Mm -hmm. my IMDb and I, I don't know if it's Amazon Prime's really good with it, where you put in someone's name and it'll show you what was available or Mm -hmm. the Roku channel or Tubi. 
Uh, I know a couple of my projects just came out recently and there's a few coming out in the next month. Okay. As far as what I'm working on right now, I've been doing production side for the past year where I've been doing a lot of writing. I've been doing a lot of working on sound, working on lighting. And uh, I'm actually co-directing for the first time on a film called Silent Night, Bloody Night 3. And it's part of um, the original film, I believe, came out in the 70s. And the, the, it had a sequel that came out. Yeah. And they were both really amazing films. So we were asked to do the third installment to kind of stay true and really be respectful to these films. And also, mm-hmm. with notes, create our own vision. So I have a campaign for that right now. It has like a week left. And we're filming in New York and Long Island. So if anybody has questions or you want to get involved or you want to give any um, notes for things you'd like to see, one of the main things of co-directing for me that's been important is I want fans, uh, supporters, anybody who's interested to have as much involvement with it. So if something you want to see, maybe you're a fan of the other films or maybe you just uh, have an idea, message me directly on Facebook and, um, We'll talk about it and see if we can maybe, you know, get some of those ideas integrated. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much, Julie, uh, for joining me this evening. Thank you for having me. It's been really I- fun. Absolutely. It definitely was. And I'll get you those uh, hot sauce, that uh, hot sauce if I can find it. I'm sure it's on Amazon. So I'll get you that. I know you would definitely want to see that. <laughs> I'm about the hot sauce. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your night. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.